Hi and welcome. You are listening to The Happiness Hacks, formerly Stories from a Quest to Live Happier podcast. Same format, just a different name. And I'm your host, Nancy Jane Smith. I'm a licensed professional counselor. And in this podcast, I share my stories, lessons, and hacks I've learned and I continue to learn on my quest to live happier. The show notes and a complete transcript can be found at live-happier.com backslash podcast. And this is episode 57, The Slippery Slope of Emotions. Hi, everyone. I'm excited to be here today to talk about... (laughs) emotions, feelings, that dirty F word that none of us really want to deal with. And um, I'm guilty of this as well. It's one of the things I definitely work on. And one of the keys I have found to living happier is really acknowledging what it is I'm feeling. And recently in one of the groups that I uh, work with, we were talking about emotions and the slippery slope and how it feels like when we start to feel something Um, sadness or anger or resentment or any of those what we consider to be yucky ugly emotions it feels like we're heading down the slippery slope into this pit that we're never going to get out of and so we'll stop ourselves from from heading down the slippery slope and we prevent ourselves from feeling the emotion you know I think of the visual of someone that's headed down into a hole and they have all their their arms and their legs are up kind of bracing themselves and preventing themselves from from sliding all the way down. And the ironic part of that is that when we it's that bracing that causes us so much more pain. You know, a couple episodes ago I was talking about, you know, emotions are like the the beach ball that we keep trying to push down into the ocean instead of letting it kind of pop up and, and flow freely. So I love these visuals because they really help me kind of figure out where I am in my desire and quest <laughs> to, to allow myself to be more comfortable with, with feelings and emotions and, and whatever kind of comes up. So one of the things that, that that slippery slope implies for us is kind of the idea that, oh, if I head down into that feeling, then I'm going to be stuck in wallowing and I'm going to really be feeling sorry for myself and I'm kind of just going to get stuck there. And And there are many reasons for this, for this feeling of, oh, I can't go there because I'm going to get stuck there. You know, it's a cultural norm that it's very normalized in our culture that we're supposed to be positive all the time and not be feeling any emotions and not be, you know, processing any negative stuff. So we are culturally pushed to be um, happy all the time. And so what happens, I think, is is that piece, that, that slippery slope, the fear of going down that slippery slope leads us to getting stuck. And when we get stuck... Something that is so socially normed to be okay and something that is a little more comfortable for us because of the societal norm and just because it's more comfortable is we create drama. And so that drama creation is what prevents us from going down the slippery slope. So what happens is we head down the slippery slope. Something traumatic happens. So, um, you know, one of my easy examples is in my 20s. I was constantly like in a relationship and it would be going poorly and I really wanted to be in a serious relationship. And so I would be all upset about it, that it didn't go well. And instead of really feeling the sadness of that and the fear of that and the what if I'm alone and how am I going to do my life if it doesn't work out the way I wanted it to and and really sitting with those emotions of, of fear and sadness and anger and disappointment and all that stuff that came up, I would pretend that I was sitting in those emotions. And if you asked me, I would have told you I was. But really, I was sitting in drama. And I was in my head 
constantly figuring out what I did wrong and what went wrong and what he did wrong and why it didn't work out. And there was all this analyzation and drama and feeling sorry for myself, but it was all in my head. There wasn't any actual acceptance of the emotion. There wasn't any actual, oh, baby, this is hard. This breakup thing and this insecurity thing is really hard. So when you feel yourself heading down that slippery slope, the thing that is missing is a permission. And I've talked about that in previous podcasts with just owning it. So just owning, okay, here we go. I'm entering into, you know, I'm really feeling sadness. Here it goes. So owning it. And then the second piece of that real acceptance and love for yourself of, oh, gosh, this is sad. This is painful. This is You know, I understand I am resentful for this experience that I just had. That's okay. So giving yourself that love and acceptance will kind of cut that idea of, oh, if I go down the slippery slope, I'm going to be wallowing and I'm going to be feeling sorry for myself. And that feeling sorry for yourself, that wallowing piece is the drama. That's when we're in our heads. So yes, we all know the people that we get tired of talking to because every time we talk to them, they're, they're discussing what's going on. They're discussing the drama that they have in their lives. And we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of their negativity. I'm so tired of hearing about what's going on. That isn't processing emotions. That is sharing your drama intellectually, intellectually analyzing and just kind of that idea of watering your hurts. I'm just going to keep bringing up the pain, never really dealing with it. I'm just going to keep bringing it up. And so someone might ask, okay, I get that. I understand the difference between, you know, the negativity and the being in your head and I don't want that. And when we head down the feeling of the slippery slope, that's where we're afraid we're going to go. So really, what's the difference between what I'm talking about and, and that yucky, mental drama, gymnastics, you know, watering your hurts. And for me, the big difference is love and acceptance. So someone who is the negative person at work, who's constantly talking about how everyone has done them wrong and and creating drama and, and being negative and judgmental about themselves and other people is missing the love and acceptance. And when we pour on love and acceptance, that is when we're like, oh, that I, I'm feeling sad. Okay, I'm feeling sad. And we allow ourselves to cry. We allow ourselves to journal. We allow ourselves to just express that emotion, just to name it and own it and not figure out why or is it justified or is it okay? Just to be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm angry today or wow, I am so resentful for how long my to-do list is compared to my husband's. And we don't have to justify that. We don't have to explain it away. We just have to say, oh, there it is. There's that resentment. Oh, I hate feeling resentful. It's really hard. Let me own how I'm feeling instead of creating a passive aggressive argument with our husband because we're resentful of the to-do list. To own, I'm resentful of this. What can I do differently here? So that is the difference, I think, in recognizing when we are headed down that slippery slope to give ourselves permission to head down the slippery slope and not put up the brakes of our hands and our feet and not brace ourselves for, oh my gosh. And secondly, to give ourselves a lot of acceptance and love in recognizing this is okay. This is just a feeling. This isn't the end of the world. But that monger in our head tells us, oh, no, you don't, girl, do not go down there. You're going to be just like the annoying person at work that's negative all the time. And no one wants to be around negative. No one wants to hear it. So just keep your sadness and your resentment and your anger and just shove it, shove it, shove it. So no one can see it. 
And then what happens is we get with our girlfriends and we create all this drama and we analyze things and we get all fired up in our heads and we're never really dealing with the emotions. And so then those are the moments when we're eating a pint of ice cream, not really knowing what happened. We were having a perfectly good day and then all of a sudden we're eating a pint of ice cream, sitting on the couch, crying our eyes out. Yes, because we haven't really dealt with the emotion in a loving, kind way. Instead, we've stuffed it down and we continue to stuff it down with the pint of ice cream or whatever it is. You know, for me, that's, you know, my thing is, is tends to be food, but it could also be that, you know, you're on the Amazon going online shopping or you're, you know, buying a new purse or whatever the thing is that you do, and we all have them, that keeps us from really feeling and accepting ourselves and what's really happening and to recognize oh my gosh here I am and I'm eating this pint of ice cream and I'm not really hungry oh babe what's going on what do you what do you need right now what's 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 feeling and start naming those feelings that are coming up and that has radically shifted things for me when I can recognize wait a minute you are not hungry and you're eating or you are not hungry and or you don't need anything and you're shopping What's really going on here? And I can recognize that I'm trying to brace myself from that slippery slope. The more we can be kind to ourselves when we head down that slippery slope and we can feel, oh my gosh, we're heading into emotions, the more we can give ourselves love and compassion and kindness, the easier it'll be. And secondly, the more we can show up for other people and normalize, hey, what's really going on here? What it, What's underneath? You know, when our girlfriend comes to us and is upset about her relationship to say, wow, that must really be scary to not know what's going to happen next in your marriage. Or that must really be make you angry to recognize that your husband's cheating on you again to kind of name the feeling instead of getting stuck in all that drama that's up there when we can show up for other people and and let them know it's okay to be feeling things that aren't always positive when we can do it for ourselves and we can do it for other people the world will shift i swear we will be have less drama and less negativity and all that stuff because we won't be in that endless cycle of oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> And we'll be really talking about stuff that's really going on that really matters, the fear, the anger, the sadness, whatever that is. So I encourage you to head down the slippery slope, just pull off the braces and just kind of go down and see where it takes you and give yourself lots of love and acceptance in that process. So now it's time for the weekly ritual challenge. One thing that has really helped me live happier is adding regular ritual practices to my daily life. So each week I'm going to be sharing a ritual with you and challenging you to complete it. This week's ritual is to take a social media break. Now and then I notice that I'm spending more and more time on social media and a break is in order. So this week I challenge you to step off social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, wherever you tend to go. And each time you notice yourself reaching for your phone or opening the website, take a deep breath and stretch. The goal is to get out of your head and into your body. I've been doing this challenge for the past couple days, and I tell you, it has not been an easy one for me. And I have reached for my phone and opened up that Facebook app and then been like, oh, no, I'm not doing that. And taken a breath and stretched. And it's been kind of nice to have that pause in the day (laughs) because I reach for the app a lot. So I need to 
I need to, I'm doing a lot of breathing and stretching, which is great. So because I'm taking the social media break, I won't be checking in with Instagram. So you won't see me there, but I will be next, I will be back next week. So stay tuned. Okay, that's the show. Thanks for listening. The Happiness Hacks podcast comes out every week. Questions, please email me, nancyjane at live-happier.com, or you can follow me on Instagram at nancyjane underscore livehappier. And until next time, here's to living happier. Happier.